This is Tuesday, December 15th, and it is time for our evening prayer. Our reading tonight comes from Ezekiel chapter 16, verse 44 to 46. Everyone who quotes Proverbs will quote this proverb about you. Like mother, like daughter. You are a true daughter of your mother, who despised her husband and her children. And you are a true sister of your sisters, who despised their husbands and their children. Your mother was a Hittite, your father an Amorite. Your older sister was Samaria, who lived to the north of you with her daughters. And your younger sister, who lived to the south of you with her daughters, was Sodom. Now, do you have any brothers or sisters? In 1956, President Dwight D. Eisenhower started the Sister City Movement. He encouraged U.S. cities to build friendships with other cities around the world. Right now, Carl Gables has five sisters. They're also called Partners in Peace. I in Provence in France, Cartagena, Colombia, Granada, Spain, La Antigua, Guatemala, and Pavia, Italy. Now, the idea is that these cities would exchange visitors on a regular basis and build friendship over the scope of decades. The cities would bond and begin to really care for each other and participate in each other's lives. Now, Eisenhower didn't make up the idea of sister cities. The scriptures speak of cities and communities with this same sibling language. But the idea was not the seeking out of other communities to befriend. The idea was of cities that shared the same qualities, the same ethos. Often these communities were situated in close proximity to each other, and so they would have common characteristics. At one time, Sandy and I lived about 35 minutes by car from New York City, and we were also a little more than an hour drive from Philadelphia. We noticed there was a distinct difference between these two cities, and then the communities between them tended to gravitate and be like one or the other. You see, those differences between the big cities were contagious to those communities, and so they became like them in many ways. Now, our text today is God's lament over his people. The Lord had placed his presence in their midst, but instead of gravitating to the Lord, they became more and more like the surrounding nations and cities. Instead of having God as their father, they took the pagan cities around them as their sisters. They began to reflect the values and cultures of those cities. Now we can see this cultural pull today on God's people. We claim may claim faith in Christ, but do we resemble the surrounding culture more or do we resemble Jesus, our Lord, more? Have we adopted the practices around us without considering whether they are fit for us as God's people? You see, these are difficult decisions, but they're ones that can help us see who we are and what we're becoming. But we need to remember that for God so loved the world. 
You see, the chapter doesn't end with the Lord rejecting his people. Instead, it ends with him renewing his covenant with them and promising to atone them from all their sins. Why would God do this? Well, it's because he promised. And he is always faithful to fulfill his promise. And this is why Jesus came into our world and what Jesus came to do. And this is why we celebrate Christmas. Christmas is about the redemption that God has planned in Jesus Christ for a people that he loves. Let's pray together. Faithful and loving Father, teach us to look at the world with a healthy skepticism, an opened-eyed realism that about values and our way of life. Give us eyes to see you in our midst, and guide us, we pray, by your Holy Spirit as we make choices each day. Enable us to live as your sons and daughters, beloved of you, for we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.